The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your home Good morning and Happy New Year, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with the Golfie team. Welcome to the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition with Rick Zamprin and Phil Golfie today. Yes, good morning and Happy New Year, guys. How are you? Great, great. Doing well. So far, so good. Can't complain except, uh, you know, a shutdown. It's just, uh, it's, it, you know what it is doing, Rick? It's uh, I'm saving money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't have to worry about going to restaurants and I'm just putting money in the bank. And, <laughs> and uh, that's what's, uh, that's what's happening uh, for me right now. So that's a positive so it, way to look at it. It, it is. It is. So, uh, you know what, what are you going to do this? You know what? We have to live through this, uh, down the road. We'll look at this as a, you, you know, talking about, remember when, uh, we had that problem. I mean, it could be worse. I know this is not good, but it could be worse. Um, but, uh, we just got to deal with it and, and go with the flow. And, uh, and, and hopefully this is over with, uh, before summer's, uh, uh, starts this year, but I very, you know, reluctantly think it will, it will not be over by summer. So, so let's pray it, it is over by summer. Yeah. Philip, uh, glad to see you survive 2020 as well. Yeah, me too. I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of up and downs and, and, uh, a crazy year. And, and I mean, 2021 has already been, you know, kicked off to, uh, uh, an uncertain start. So hopefully we can uh, prevail and, and get through this and, and, uh, and see, uh, see better times ahead. We have a host of great topics to get to today, but don't forget, uh, for the hottest listings in Hamilton, Burlington, the Niagara region, robgolfie.com is the website to go to. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call Canada's number one REMAX team at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Check out the Golfie team on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you have a question for the Golfie team or a topic idea that you want us to address on a future program, send us an email questions at robgolfie.com is the email address we have a question for rob that we'll get to in a matter of minutes we're going to talk about parents staying out of the way of your kid's dream of buying a home and we'll also get to uh, some uh, issues uh, regarding asking the seller or realtor who has the home for sale and some of the problems that could crop up uh, um, in that situation we'll look towards 2021 as well but we will begin with some fantastic real estate stats in the uh, Hamilton Burlington area oh yes so uh, Rick you've got the uh, uh, I, uh, the sheet that I sent you yes the, the numbers are mind-boggling they're they're in crazy so I, I'm just going to start off with uh, some of the areas like uh, like Ancaster in uh, so so they were up Actually, they were up at 22% uh, in number of sales. So they, the inventory was uh, better in Ancaster in December than it was uh, December of 2020 than it was uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. But the average sale price jumped 
inc- incredible. So now the, the average sale price in uh, December for Ancaster was 942484 Unbelievable. Right. Like, like Ancaster is starting to become like uh, Oakville. Like it's, it's very expensive uh, to uh, live in uh, an area like that. Uh, but hey, whoever bought uh, real estate in Ancaster in the last uh, two to four or five years has done very, very well for themselves. They're, so. they're doing remarkably well. And I will say this, the average price in Toronto, I believe I saw the other day, was 928000 so Ancaster is higher than Toronto. Mm-hmm. That's insane. The difference about Toronto, the reason why the price, the price is not higher is because it, it's including all the surrounding communities Correct. that's bringing yes. that average sale price down. Yeah. But but you're right, because Ancaster is such a small community, that's why the the uh, uh, price uh, is, is higher than, uh, than, tr- than the GTA. Yeah. Burlington crazy, had crazy. some big games as well. Burlington, uh, you know what? The inventory was better uh, in uh, December. 2020 than it was 2019. They were up uh, almost 60% uh, in inventory, and uh, they're up 23% in the average sale price. Now, Burlington average sale price is 961,000. They're they're just like Ancaster is creeping up there. They're 20,000 away, so they've gone up 23% year over year for December. Incredible, incredible uh, uh, Burlington. So we're getting, so now going to Burlington from the GTA buyers, going to Burlington, it's not worth it for them. You know what I mean? If they're looking right. to, um, you know, uh, get some money in their pocket, buy something a little less expensive that w- and have the same as they have, they can't do it in Burlington right now. It's just, it's just uh, Burlington's getting way too expensive. Crazy to think. A year ago, you could have bought a house, the average house in Burlington for $780,000. And if you sold it, the other, you know, a couple of weeks ago would be nine sixty one. That that's incredible. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It just, you know, what do you do? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just so. Like, I like I tell people, do not, do not nickel and dime when you're negotiating because if you're going to lose the deal, the next deal it's going to cost you twenty, thirty, forty, fifty, even a hundred thousand dollars more. And we're going to get into that a little later when we talk about stuff like that. Yeah. But uh, Dundas, uh, Dundas. Inventory is low. Dundas has always got a low inventory. You know, uh, less sales happen. But uh, in 2020, they sold uh, 15 homes. 2019, it was 19. So, but but the average sell price went up 33 percent in Dundas. Dundas is a great community to live in, especially if you don't have to travel outside of Hamilton or even Burlington to uh, to go to work. But uh, uh, but Dundas, uh, I love that little community there. It's got a beautiful downtown. Uh, and, and a lot of uh, interns, when they come to uh, Hamilton and, and they're studying to get their doctors, they uh, a lot of them love uh, going moving to Dundas. Great little community there. Yeah, year over year, the average price, 2019 to 2020, skyrocketing by $198,000. Wow. <laughs> incredible, incredible. Let's move incredible. over to uh, Glambrook. Glambrook. Okay, so uh, they... They sold uh, uh, 28 homes in uh, in December. It was 27 in 2019, and the average sale price went up 25%. So they actually, the average sale price in 2019, December 2019, was 584,870. 2020, 731,291. Unbelievable. 25% increase. There's nowhere you get that kind of, uh, of um, what do you call it, uh, investment return mm-hmm. on anything. And this is tax-free, especially if you live in the house that you bought. But uh, even if you haven't uh, and you bought uh, an investment, you still don't even get returns like that. Wow. So 
um, they, that is an incredible, uh, you know, so in Glenbrook, uh, good for you guys in Glenbrook. Yeah. Moving over to Grimsby. Is this the new plateau? Because we've, we've talked about plateaus in Grimsby. <laughs> the, the, this is an, a, another escalation. This is another escalation. So this, this 2020 year, Rick is kind of something that nobody expected happening. Uh, we saw this in 2017 and we thought, okay, this is not going to happen for another 10 years, but look at it three years later it happened. But in 2000, uh, December, 2020, 41 homes sold. The inventory was good in, uh, in uh, December of 2020 in Grimsby uh, versus last year at 28 homes that sold. So that were, it was up 46.4% in the uh, amount of unit sales. And the average sale price this year in Grimsby is 769155 Last year was 627000 22% increase in Grimsby. Um, again, Grimsby is just getting to a point where it's getting too expensive even for young people so they may have to drive to st Catharines, niagara falls uh and, and that's starting to get expenses uh, out there so but yeah 22 yeah, percent increase in grimsey year over year hamilton as a whole from december to december number of sales up and the average price also up as well yeah so 30 percent up so in in uh, december uh, hamilton got uh, 577 homes that sold in 2020 december 444 last year, so it's up 30%. Now, the average sale price in Hamilton, uh, all of Hamilton, is uh, 661783 So that's two, uh, that's 2020. Now, last year it was 528525 25% increase in average sale price overall in Ham- the city of Hamilton, um, which is really awesome. So, again, like, uh, you know, just, just keeps going. Like every year you get t- double digit uh, increases. It's just, I don't know how long it's going to keep going. We're continuing our look at uh, the residential market activity in uh, the month of December. And uh, when you look at the stats for Hamilton Center, number of sales up 73%, uh, 67 last year to 116 this past December. And the average sale price uh, boosting from $370,000 last December to $504,000 last month, an increase of 36%. Is Hamilton center suddenly unaffordable it's, it looks like it's getting close to it rick i'm telling you i remember when you know you can buy a house for like forty thousand dollars like 10 years ago <laughs> in hamilton center wow like it's like there was a I, I mean like hamilton central literally got cleaned out like basically buyers came in renovated these old houses made and made major improvements and some of them resold some of them are still living in there and the people that really got hurt in the Hamilton Central are the people that were renting homes because landlords, you know, sold those houses, they flipped them or whatever. And I feel bad for the people that are renting because they're, they're struggling trying to find a, an affordable place to rent. Because, but, but the good thing what happened in Central is that houses did get improved in not only inside but outside uh, on curb appeal. So Hamilton's getting really looking, starting to look really good when you're driving through in a lot of areas now. We have uh, stats to get to for Hamilton East, the Hamilton Mountain. If you live in the West End, we'll tell you what's happening there. Stony Creek as well, and gains in Waterdown if you're in that area of the city. We have a lot more to get to as well, including uh, a question for Rob. We have uh, the idea of, you know, parents kind of nickel and diming or getting in the way of their kid's dream 
of buying a home. We'll get to that as well. Don't forget, hottest listings in town online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And call Canada's number one REMAX team today at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Check out the Golfie team all over social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The Golfie Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition continues here on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Welcome back. This is the Golfie Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name's Rick Zamprin. On the line once again, Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax's Scartman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them today, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. They're all over social media. Check out the Golfie team on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And hey, you can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for the Golfie Real Estate Show on your favorite podcast platform and hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. Still to come, question for Rob. We'll talk about parents getting in the way of their kids' dream of buying a home, but we're going through the December real estate stats here in Hamilton, Burlington, eye-popping numbers across the board. And uh, just before the break, we were about to get to Hamilton East, so let's get to it. Huge numbers in Hamilton East in December. Oh, yeah. Look at that. So inventory was a lot greater in uh, December 2020 than it was 2019. Uh, there was 80 homes sold in Hamilton East uh, versus 51 in 2019. Now, the average sale price in Hamilton East is 571748 2019, it was 400, let's say 420000 Unbelievable. Uh, it just gone up quite a bit, like 36.2%. Uh, and I think that might be uh, the, uh, the same thing as uh, Hamilton Central, but it, incredible. Hamilton East, again, now that's starting to pick up. Uh, you know, like your average wartime bungalow is selling for 450000 maybe even close to 500000 uh, Like, Rick, you, you just can't get anything. And I've seen some even higher than that. Like, it's, it's incredible. And we're talking like 680 square foot, you know, bungalows, wartime, no basement, you know, just a side, you know, side drive. And, and that's it. And, uh like who, who would have thought? And I, and, and I had, and I remember when I was selling these things for like 200 and I thought there were a lot of money back then. Uh, uh, shame on me for uh, thinking of that. So, but, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> who, who are buying these homes? Is it, is it first time home buyers? Is it retirees? What, what's the market for this area of the city? It, it, it's a combination of both. So you've got um, the first time buyers, they're, they're still out there. Now we've got an influx, more of an influx of buyers coming for, from the GTA. So, so if, if a buyer uh, from the GTA has a condo that's 550 square feet, let's say, or 500 square feet, and, and now their company is saying to them, hey, we don't, we're not going to uh, renew our lease when it comes to uh, uh, our office space. You are indefinitely 
working out of your home now. So now those people are saying, well, I don't have to be downtown Toronto anymore. So they're coming out this way. There a lot of them that, you know, if they grew up in Hamilton or Niagara or Halton or, or wherever, a lot of those people are going back to where they grew up and, you know, cause that's, that's, they feel more comfortable. And what's happening is that they're buying now they get a, a an 800 square foot or, or 700 square foot, depending how big the, the house is, uh, home and they got a backyard, they got a driveway, they don't have to fight for parking, they don't have, you know, so they're getting all this here in Hamilton and 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 they're again like I said before with their Toronto salaries that are coming in. So to them, it's easy peasy. Let's uh, head up the hill and go to the Hamilton Mountain. The number of sales in December, not, not drastically different year over year. There's 106 homes sold in December of 2019, 115 last month, but the price has gone up dramatically. Yeah, it's it's 600, uh, 644,764. Uh, it, it's like now, like Hamilton Mountain is has always been one of the first places that people want to move to. They couldn't afford to, so they always start in Central and move up in the mountain, then Ancaster. So now it's it's. <laughs> I don't even know if they can even go down to Hamilton Central, but but look at that twenty two percent increase in uh, on the Hamilton Mountain. So uh, and there's a lot of bungalows on the Hamilton Mountain, and also if you go more. Uh, north of the uh, Red Hill, you you start getting to new, the newer subdivisions, but 22% increase, not not bad. Uh, so Hamilton Mountain is always going to be one of the, the great areas, and it's and it's and it's high already as it is. So that's why I didn't have the increase like like Hamilton East and Hamilton Central. So 22% is good for uh, Hamilton Mountain. No doubt about it. Hamilton West, uh, the number of sales up 42%, 38 to 54 year over year. And the average sale price now at 590000 up 11% from last December when it was 531000 When you look at the comparables, Hamilton East, you know, the average sale price is five seventy one. Hamilton West is five ninety. The East has really caught up with the West in terms of sale price, hasn't it? Well, yeah. So Hamilton West has got a lot of student rentals. So I think there was a little bit, um, I don't think they went up in price too much. People are a little hesitant in buying student rentals, uh, just because of COVID. Yeah. And, uh, so that's why Hamilton West has, uh, has kind of little kind of like floating around and just waiting to see what's going to happen. So Hamilton West might be an opportunity to buy real estate, uh, this year, uh, in 2021, it depends because people are unloading their, uh, real estate. And so they're just want to get out. And so it's an opportunity for buyers in the Hamilton West. So if you're, if you're looking at buying a student rental, they're always going to have education. We're just going through a, a, a period in, in, in our life that, uh, there's a little bit of a hiccup. So don't be afraid to buy a, a student rental in Hamilton West because I think you'll benefit in the long run because Hamilton West is always one of the stronger parts of the city that does very well with uh, real estate. Yeah, that could be a huge opportunity. Stony Creek was certainly a popular place in December. Number of sales going up from 71 to 86 year over year. That's an increase of 21%. And the average sale price up 30% year over year was 546000 in December of 2019, 711k in December of 2020. Wow. Stony Creek always does well. I know that Stony Creek is always like, you know, it's like the Ancaster and, uh, the Ham- well, Hamilton mountain. And, and they always, they've always done well, like $711,162 average sale price. That's in- in- incredible. So, you know what? Uh, it's, it's, uh, a lot of the, um, people that grew up again in Ham in, in, uh, Hamilton, St- like Stony Creek, they're coming back. They're coming back to Stony Creek. But what they're doing now is they're buying, 
tearing down some of these old houses and building their big man, uh, monster homes on these uh, big lots that uh, they're buying. So, and and some of those people have built and reselling them, and now they're selling them for for you know one point two to one point five million on these uh, these big uh, monster homes. So. Yeah, no, Stony Creek is uh, definitely a, a great uh, place to live, and, and a lot of development especially has been happening uh, on the north side of the Queenie there by uh, 50 Road and, and, uh, and uh, uh, the new condo developments happening there um, by Winona Road also. So Yeah, yeah that's, that's, really really getting, well. that's really getting to be busy. You know, once that Costco went in there in that area, and, you know, uh, yeah. obviously yeah, there's a lot more people working from home, but the home building and, and condo building in that area is just booming. Oh, incredible! And, and and there's still a lot of buildings going up. There's I see I see cranes everywhere, so it's it's still going. Uh, last uh, area is Waterdown, and they had impressive gains in terms of sales and average price as well. Yeah, so uh, Waterdown. I mean, it, uh, hardly any sales happened there. A smaller community. Um, there was 24 that sold in 2020, 15 in 2019. So it's up 60%. So I mean, it's. I mean, if you're a real estate agent in uh, in Waterdown and, and you don't go outside Waterdown, you're gonna you're not gonna you're gonna starve there. That's for sure. But because <laughs> of the uh, low amount of homes that are selling, but the average sale price in Waterdown eight hundred forty eight thousand uh, dollars in 2020 versus uh, six hundred sixty eight thousand, twenty seven percent increase in Waterdown. Very nice, uh, very nice, uh, good good area, great community to live in. That's uh, that's awesome. With any turn of the calendar, there's always predictions on what's going to happen. Is there an area or a couple of areas in Hamilton, Burlington, Niagara that you can point to to say, hey, here's a real big opportunity, whether you're an investor, investment, a first-time home buyer, you, you want to move to a new area. Where should people be looking at uh, uh, in terms of getting a good deal right now? I, I would actually, I would go to St. Catharines, Niagara Falls. Fort Erie is jumping like crazy. Huh. Um, I, Stevensville, I, I think if you go to Niagara and start buying real estate, don't worry about uh, if you're paying five, ten thousand too much. Just buy it and, and get in there. Fort Erie, if you look at Fort Erie, in 2017, the average sale price was 341000 Now in Fort Erie, it's dollars uh, Fort Erie was an area that we would sometimes get calls in and I would say we're not like it took forever to sell these houses in Fort Erie and now, and now but now Fort Erie's booming and just like Phil Phil said before you know drive to you can afford right so so now Fort Erie and Stevensville uh is become very very popular a lot of the builders are going out there and they're buying up land to develop so you're going to see a lot of people uh, moving out that way. And they'll just go to Niagara Falls and take the go train from there and, uh, and then go to Toronto or whatever they have to do. But people that are moving out this way, they don't have to be in their office every day. They can handle a drive once or twice a week to go to Toronto versus, and they don't have to drive in the rush hour. They can pick their times. So there's that, that's the difference that's happening. And that's, what's causing, uh, causing, uh, the housing prices go up. So years ago, in the 70s or even in the 60s, a bungalow, probably Niagara Falls, Hamilton, even Toronto, they were all probably going pretty close to the same price, okay? Because the population growth wasn't, it was, it was moving along, but not as crazy as it is now. So, and that's why in Toronto, housing prices increased dramatically versus the Niagara Falls or Hamilton price. So now the shift is coming back. So, you watch in 10 years, a bungalow in Niagara Falls, Hamilton, 
is going to be just the same price as in Toronto. You're going to find that because now the shift is going to, we're just splattering all of a sudden uh, the golden horseshoe and you're going to find the population growth is now going to shift towards uh, Southern Ontario. And we're going to find that our housing prices are going to continue, continue growing just because you don't have to be downtown Toronto to work at a company anymore. A quick look at how uh, housing prices have doubled in 10 years and a a chart that you've provided uh, from 2011 to 2020 shows just that. Whether you bought a home in Ancaster or Hamilton Center or the Mountain, Stony Creek, Burlington, uh, Grimsby, Niagara Falls, even in Toronto, homes in every category have doubled or even more than doubled in those areas. It is phenomenal. It is. And I have always said uh, that, uh, like in the past, I, uh, and I always tell people buy real estate, it doubles every 10 years. And, and, and remember the 50 year chart that we showed, yes. uh, and you probably still have that. I do. If you look at it, 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 it doubles, it doubles every 10 years. I mean, it, it corrects itself sometimes a little bit, but you will, if you bought a house, no matter what year in 10 years, you're going to double your money. You're going to double, double the, the, the value of that, that home. All right, so looking to double your money in the next 10 years, call the Golfie team, 905-575-7700, online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com, and they're all over social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. All right, let's get to a question for Rob, and this one comes from Frank in Ancaster, and he's got another question about overbids. How is a higher offer over and above the advertised listing price of a property allowed for once a firm offer has been submitted? For example, if the listing price is $800,000 and someone offers that price first off the mark, isn't the seller obligated to accept it? Please kindly advise if you can. Your answer or explanation will be very much appreciated. Thanks, Frank in Ancaster. Go ahead. I'll let Phil answer this one. Great question. We, we always get this question from, from buyers and sellers. It's, 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 it's a very common question. So the, the seller isn't obligated to take, to take anything, right? In the end, the seller, nobody's going to force a seller to sell their house or push them to take a certain offer or what have you. So I think, you know, one thing that we need to understand is, is in this marketplace and in, in today's marketplace, the, the, Prices that these homes are being listed at is a pricing strategy to try and uh, enhance and, and get multiple offers. Now, one would think, okay, well, if I give them everything that they're asking for, which includes the price, the closing date, the conditions, and firm, you know, they would take it. But, but in the end, the, the, the seller would often hold out for more offers or a multiple offer. And in the end, it's their goal. They have a goal to get more than what their current asking price is. So, they, they, they are not obligated to take that, that, to take an offer. And we've been in many situations where we've, we've seen this happen and, and the seller, you know, says, this isn't good enough. I want more than my asking price. And, and, and it's just the reality of today's market and the reality of, of, of the situation. So for instance, what Frank's trying to say is it from the Frank and Ancaster is trying to say is that um, if I give you everything you're asking and you should, I should have that house. Right. But unless you get the guys, the seller's uh, signature on the contract, it's, it's no deal. I'll give you a perfect example. I had a house for sale. We had an offer, cash offer, gave the, the sellers everything they wanted. And uh, on, on, when I said, hey, guys, I got, I got your number and everything. This was, this was years ago. And they, you know what they said to me? Said, Rob, I think we changed our mind. We're not going to sell. Now, 
that that gave them everything they wanted, but they changed their mind. So even though the the sellers changed their mind and the buyers had the you know the same like gave them everything they wanted, unless you get the signature mm-hmm. the, on the contract of the sellers, it's it's not a deal. So I know everybody thinks, hey, if I give them what they want, they have to take it. No, unless you get a signature, there's no deal. That's all there's to it. I I know, and and I and you know what? Before I was in real estate, I thought the same thing. So. But this clarifies it. Until you get the signature, it's not a deal until that uh, signature of the seller is on there. Uh, long story short, it's it's a negotiation, and it's not like going to the grocery mm-hmm. store and buying a banana, which has a sticker price, and that's what you pay. Uh, whether you're mm-hmm. selling a home or selling a vehicle or selling anything from your garage, there's always a negotiation to it. So that's uh, obviously uh, you know why the price may not be acceptable to uh, the buyer. And the strategy might be, hey, I'm going to list for this price, but I want a lot more. So that, that's when the negotiation comes in. When we come back, we're going to talk about things that could be a problem when you're buying a home when you're in competition and we'll also get to parents staying out of your kid's dream of buying a home you're listening to the golfy real estate show hamilton edition on 900 chml you are listening to a paid commercial program unless otherwise identified the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser the opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 chml Welcome back. This is the Golfy Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin. Along for the ride once again is Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com, robgolfi.com. If you have a topic idea or a question for the Golfie team, send them an email, questions at robgolfie.com, and check them out on social media. The Golfie team is all over Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Things that could be a problem when you're buying a home when you're in competition and questions to ask the seller or realtor was the home for sale. There's a lot of things on this list including shingles and how many layers? What's going on here? Yeah, so you know what? A lot of times there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> there's a lot of pressure uh, you know, of, of because you, you look at a house and you fall in love with it and then you got you know 10 other people that are falling in love with the same house. But the one thing is people seem to forget is they walk through this house and they're buying this house faster than they would actually buy a pair of jeans or even a car. <laughs> and they're spending, they're spending a half a million dollars or more on a house. So the, the key thing is like when you're in competition, you know, a, a good thing is, is, is to do like sometimes you need, you don't have that much time. You may have only 24 hours. A good thing is to do a second walkthrough. I know you don't have time to do a home inspection. And, and the thing is, you're kind of, you kind of have to go in with no conditions, which, which, which is, is tough as it is going in with no conditions, because if you don't go in condition inspection, you know, when you move in that house, surprise, surprise, you know what I mean? So the one thing, the one thing is, it's always good to have a, a list of questions to ask the agent and the sellers, because now they're, they got liability. They, you know, if they answer these questions and there's anything not right on there, you, they, there's resources that you can go back to them and say, Hey, you said there was only one layer of shingles. There's three layers of shingles here. Um, you know what? It, 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 the roof is heavy. I've got problems with it. There's some recourse there. Now, 
like like a, a personal like a regular consumer cannot tell how many layers of shingles are on there. And you know what? And I bought a house. I'll tell you, I bought a house five years ago, and the the house had one layer of shingles. The garage had three layers, maybe I think even four layers of shingles. <laughs> so I mean, like you're thinking, like what what? And I was in competition when I bought this house. There's 13 other offers. And, and then, so I had it reshingled and the guy's going, Rob, you got like, like three, four sh- layers of shingles on here. Like, and I go, Whoa, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Another thing is when you're looking at a house, like we have a little, uh, uh, like a, I think a four foot, uh, uh, four foot high, uh, step ladder. And what it is is sometimes you need to, you know, uh, you like every brokerage should have this. Every team should have this. A ladder, just in case you need to get into the attic and see if there's vermiculite insulation or any kind of thing that's not really, like, I've, I've seen people buy houses and they find out they move in, they got vermiculite insulation. And then we go there and we, we put it up for sale. And I said, did you, did you, were you in competition when you bought this house? They go, yeah. Well, did you know you have vermiculite insulation in the attic? They go, no. Well, guess what? Guess who's, guess who's stuck resolving that problem. Mm-hmm. It's the new, the, 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 the seller that, that I'm dealing with now because he bought it off a guy that didn't disclose or, or the questions weren't asked. So insulation is an important factor to find out when you're uh, buying a house. Plumbing, plumbing, like from 19, uh, what is it? 1995 to 2007, Kitech plumbing uh, was introduced into, uh, I guess, Ontario or Canada. Kitech plumbing is is a pretty serious thing. You got to watch. If you have a house built between 1995 and 2007, depending on the builder if, uh, or the plumber, and they were using the Kitech plumbing are the joints that connect the, the, um, the piping, the plastic piping uh, um, together. Those are faulty and they're bursting in between walls. So, that's a question to ask. Like, is this house been built in 1995, between 1995-2007? Is there Kitech plumbing? Every homeowner that owns one of these houses know they have Kitech plumbing. But the new owners that just bought these houses may not know that now, but the owner that bought brand new, he does. So be careful with that. That's a good question to ask. Do you have Kitech plumbing? Electrical. I just bought a property uh, uh, last year two, three months ago, you know, I, I knew it was built early in the 1930s and it has, uh, I knob didn't, yeah, it had not been too wiring. Oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't, we're, we're, we're gutting the main floor. And I'm like, Oh, I didn't know I had not been too, uh, plumbing. I mean, wiring, um, the basement, you know, I had the, uh, the panel there and it, there was two panels and it looked like, you know, it looked like it was, I had updated wiring on this house. Well, guess what? <laughs> I got to get it. Now it just cost me an extra four or $5,000 to, update the wiring on this thing. And, and luckily I was, I was, I got it in and took all the drywall and it didn't even have insulation. Wow. So there's, 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 yeah, there's no insulation in the walls. Drainage issues. Take a walk around the house. And well, first of all, when you go in the basement, if you see any, any, uh, any uh, moisture or anything in any of the corners, then do a walk around on the outside, see if the downspouts are not being away from the house now. And, and then you'll know. Let, let, uh, let me jump time. in because we got to take a quick break. But there are oh, some sure. other there are some other things that could be a problem when you're buying a home. I know Rob has listed a few things. There are a few more, so stay tuned for that here on the Golfing Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. Someone's pardon. You 
And last go round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfy and Philip Golfy, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfy team. Online at robgolfy.com. Call Canada's number one Remax team today at 905 575 7700 and check them out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. We're going through a rather lengthy list of things that could be a problem when you're buying a home when you're in competition and some of the things and questions you should be asking the seller or the realtor. We went through a shingle. Uh, insulation, plumbing, electrical slash wiring issues, drainage around uh, the exterior of the home. Water leakage is another thing that the people should be looking for. Yeah, water leakage is, um, I personally don't like if I walk into a house and I see a floor freshly painted. That, <laughs> That's it, a red flag. Me it's, well, it, 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 it may not be a red flag, but it, it, to me, I, I get like, well, okay, well, is he hiding something? Because they just... You know what I mean? Like, don't paint the floor of your basement if just before you're putting it up for sale. Paint your paint your basement now, and then sell it <laughs> in three years from now. Let it show that it's worn and stuff like that. Let, it, but if it's freshly painted and the smell, yeah, you you can smell the paint. I get kind of leery about you know maybe they're hiding something about that. So just be very careful when you paint the basement. So. Hey, anybody that doesn't have a painted basement floor that's been thinking about it, and I know you're not thinking about selling your house, paint it now. Do it now. So when you put your house up for sale, it looks great. A painted basement floor changes the entire look of an unfinished basement. Yes. It looks way more. It looks way better, way more comfortable, way more welcoming. It's, it's, it looks a, a lot more presentable. And if it's aged, if the paint is aged, yeah. like it looks like you know people have been walking on it and everything is else like that, yeah. you know, it shows a little <clears throat> bit of you know. Uh, you know that that's worn. Then it it shows that hey, you know they can walk around the basement and look and see, see if you know if there's any issues, and they know there's no issues. But be careful when you paint uh, a basement floor just before you put it up for sale. Signs of uh, you know I see people sometimes they have mice traps and <laughs> around the house. Get rid of those. I look I I see those and I'll say well they got some kind of uh, mice mice issues going on here. We should look into that and see what's going on. And uh, so you got to be very careful. So when you put up a, a house up for sale, um, for sellers, you know, remove the the mice. But but if you got major issues, then you got to disclose it. For buyers, watch out for that. Watch out for those. Furnace, like I mean, how do you tell? I you know what? For some reason, Rick, I don't know what it is. I can almost guess how old a furnace is. Wow. Like, when you've been in thousands of homes, you know you walk up. It's like me working at Foot Locker in, in high school. When somebody walked in, I used to I used to guess what shoe size they were. Well, now I can guess uh, how old the <laughs> furnace is when I'm walking in the basement. That's quite the so, talent. Yeah, you, you get you learn it. It just it, it just happens. But the furnace, you you can almost uh, know uh, how old the furnace is. I know people. They say like sellers will say, "Hey, this is the best furnace. It's 30 years old, but it's been running and." It, but you know what? The homeowner, the new buyer, he's going to want, you know, something more updated. Like we see those old big square Grimsby furnaces. <laughs> eh? You see those. I mean, they're still out there, those ones. And they built them well when they built them. But, but furnace is important. And windows, you know, take a look at the windows. So these are things that you should look at that you don't have time to have a home inspector, a home inspector to look at when you're going in with a cash offer. Uh, th- these, are, these are things that your agent or you or questions you ask or email to the yeah. agent. Every, every single one of these things, the, the listing representative should have detailed information about that you can ask them and they'll provide you a list of, of dates, times, yeah. years, or, or updates on each and every single one of those items that will help you make a better edu- educated decision when you're going in with a firm offer or you're going into buy a house. And it's more so peace of mind to to alleviate any, any surprises when you move in on, on moving date. 
And and like we said before, this agent is representing that sale of that property. They're they're you know they're guaranteeing that the, the information that they're providing is correct and factual to be able to help you make a purchase. And like we said before, if they're if it's misinformation, they're misrepresenting the listing, which you know results in in, in you know disciplinary action such as fines. So yeah, you don't want you don't want to be surprised. Like yeah. I mean you you are surprised when you buy a house. When you move in, especially if you haven't had any home inspection condition, I mean, even having a home inspector, you still have surprises. Can you imagine going in without a home inspection condition yeah. and, uh, and and doing that? And with that being said, you know, don't don't let you know old shingles ruin your deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't let yeah. don't let not in know, this market. Don't, yeah, <laughs> don't you know? Don't don't let you know some some wiring issues or electrical issues you know ruin your deal. It's a simple question that you're you're able to go talk to an electrician about. That that you know can give you can give can give you an answer on on what you need to fix to make that house more suitable. But you know, like like we said, don't you know as much as you know that perfect house sometimes doesn't exist. So you you have to find a house that that you know need, might need a little a little work. So that's a great point. Don't, don't don't yeah don't let one one little thing ruin ruin your ruin your home buying experience. I wish we had a little more time, but we got to run. But I do want to say congratulations to Phil Golfie. He is the new district leader in Remax Integra's Young Professionals Network, uh, becoming a go-to mentor for the Hamilton Niagara region, offering mentorship and inspiration to young professionals in the area. So congrats. They're clapping. They're clapping. To Phil. <laughs> I think I, I think that's the same thing they use for the hockey games. Thanks, <laughs> Rick. Hey. We, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yes, we got to run. Congratulations. And we'll see you next week here on the Golfie Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.